So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know, like, touch your fly, was it moving? Like, no, nah, feel pretty locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome to Moped Monday Podcast. Uh, this week, I'm going to finish up the second half of my episode with Jim Henry from Second Chance of Moped Podcast. And we're going to let that roll. And then next week, I'm going to be back live in the studio again with probably one of the most influential people to me in mopeds. Like, I put it in the top five reasons that I got a moped. So I'm going to wait and save it for next week so surprise. But I'm super stoked on this guest. And then also... I we got a uh, comment on our Instagram page from um, from Two Stroke Stuffing, so that was super exciting. I was like way pumped on that. I like reposted it and like put it in our story and kind of commented back to him, and he's like said he'd be down to do an episode. So I'm really stoked on that because that's like he's like really pushing the limits of like two-stroke power and like doing crazy stuff so if you've never checked out his youtube channel like take a second go to youtube and like look up two-stroke stuffing there's like a long archive of a shit ton of videos you can check out like he had a like he's got uh, all the plans on how to build your own dyno if you want to build your own dyno for your club or for yourself or your you know whatever like all sorts of wild stuff but um yeah i'm really excited about those two guests and some other things we're working on. Um, I know there's a couple of rallies coming up, so maybe we can get on the episode with uh, a couple of those clubs and do like a, you know, you know, just rally like info and like catch up, you know, what their plan is. See how like they're, they're preparing for things and the raffle bike, you know, all those kind of things. But yeah, uh, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Uh, and I will see you guys next week. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. So you're at the Petty Cash Retirement Rally. Um, that yeah. sounded, yeah, and that's a good deal for them to have a retirement rally to say we're done versus like I could definitely see like just with people and instances and whatever because like a club seems like a relationship to me. Like I could see a club just being done and like not even throwing a retirement rally. So like I mean, a lot of that- you hear you hear over and over again about how rad that was the petty cash retirement rally. So sick. A lot of, a lot of that happens like that because you, a ton of cities, especially because of the way a lot of people get in the mopeds is it, you know, that college age. So a lot of people Mm -hmm. are at school or in some city they're not from, or like young twenties. And there's still like all this life left that you're, you know, you don't know where you're going to end up, where you're going to be. So like when half your club moves away and the fucking spark's gone, are you going to fucking, there's plenty of clubs yeah, that have been still holding on the fucking, you know, holding the torch for some fucking long dead ghost, you know? And we have, especially in Moped Army Official, like we have this whole thing with the club reviews every year where it's like, you know, like 
Yo, what's up? What's your club done this year? All right, time for open callouts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who's blowing it? Like, who's not? But I don't know. It was cool. Like they they threw a banger. They were like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna give it up." Like they did it for a long time. They got a lot of people in the mopeds. They did cool stuff. Like yeah. and then they ended up with a banger, dude. Like like, all right, you guys you guys do a real one. Like you know, because so. like the two rallies you always hear, at least I do. Being new. You, the gold, the gold standards, if you will. Anything Bourbon Bandon and the Petty Cash Last Rally. Like, those are the rallies I always hear yeah. about from the old guard, how rad they were. Um, now, you've been in you've been in Black Black for a little bit. Um, do you want to talk about the first time you threw a Richmond rally for Black Black? Uh, so, Richmond had the thing, like, stretch up. I mean, Hell Sands were throwing rallies. And then they were kind of like fading out i think like that uh south bend and drown was like that real like last one that was like the last mm-hmm. like big one they had and then they kind of faded out and then like there wasn't one i think maybe a year or maybe two and then the guys who had the shred shed like sean and them were like all right well we got to do something like let's throw some richmond rally so there was like some like weird like no name richmond rally that like vince do the flyer for and like it was cool. Like, people came. Like, QCB, before they were QCB, they were, like, the slow goers or something. They showed up. Like, people show up. People would, was, were always showing up to Richmond. Because, like, mm-hmm. like you said, the East Coast is weird. Like, yeah, Michigan's close, and there's, like, a thousand rallies that happen in the state of Michigan, which is fucking dumb. Like, I don't know why <laughs> you guys have four rallies in the same state in the same summer. Like, too many. <laughs> like, go go see something. Go, go Dude, see. it's because they're all lazy. Scan- they're no, lazy. They're, well, they're Scandinavian <laughs> and stubborn as shit is the problem. Like, like are you telling me I can go like, to four rallies within three hours or less in my house? Like, cool. I'll just go to those and not go anywhere else. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. That's why you guys don't see anybody. Come, come, come to Richmond. Let's go hang out. <laughs> Dude, I remember your call out boys. I know. Man, come to Richmond. Hang out. Dude, I remember going to. Ghost Rider Rally, just to jump off topic. I remember going to Ghost mm-hmm. Rider Rally and bringing handbill printed flyers with me for the Richmond Rally. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, like we did the, they did that. Like, well, you, you were know, a band kid, dude. That's what you did. You yeah, handed out flyers. Had, like, I did do. promo work myself. Like, yeah. handed flyers out, dude. They end up in the bottom of your car, whatever. Yeah, it was funny. I thought, it, I thought it would be like, you know, a cute thing to do. I was like, at the rally, like, just like, secretly like like i'm making a drug deal like yeah come here and just like put it in their hand all sly you know stuff it in someone's pocket like shh, don't tell yeah, anybody yeah. don't tell anybody it's a secret <laughs> but like I, it worked like i think i think a lot of the ghost rider people showed up at, to that rally after after doing that um nice dude but yeah like we had that random no-name rally that i can't even remember what it's called and then um we had then like the rebels were kind of doing their thing, but their their rallies were in the winter. They were doing this like kind of winter thing, and it started off. It wasn't even which is like this is this is a great story for like young clubs or new clubs. Like you want to throw a rally because everyone's throwing rallies, and that's you think that's the thing you're supposed to do. Like you don't have to do some crazy elaborate three day event and like feed people and do all this shit. You can throw a ride. That's how the rebel rallies yeah. started their. Their, their their fucking rally like the riding chatter which was funny because they caught flack right out the gates for like you know copying riding 
building gather building gather building yeah. gather chatter and I think that's just Thomas being Thomas I think it was just like his like shitty wit jokes you know like oh let's yeah. play off of this he's like, quick as shit dude I'll say that like, like oh, Thomas is fucking quick <laughs> I'm gonna play off of you and like everyone's gonna get butt hurt but it's still cool but <laughs> like, yeah so they did that and their first one was like a day ride so like yeah. you know we had the no name rally and then like rebels started doing the like winter thing like January like March or February something like that it was early March, I don't know. They were doing like I think it was March. They were throwing theirs, and it was like still cold out, snow on the ground sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But it was a day ride, so that cool. That that kind of like helped to replace some of the tension, not tension, but like the like build up from not having a big Richmond rally because like Hell Sanders were doing all the work, and we just got mm-hmm. to show up. You know, like sick. You get to go show up at this like just like going to an out of town rally. You don't have to do anything. You're just like, oh, I'm here now. I get to have yeah, yeah. fun, and uh. And they did that, and then Richmond had the little group thing, and then Shred Shed had moved, we had a new spot, and, like, I got official, and, like, we're like, well, Sean was always into, like, these cool, like, uh, like, invitation kind of things, so we had this, like, these little fall rides that we would call, like, uh, it was, like, the, um, the Hoods in the Woods, and we, and we had, like, uh, the Whiskey Fall Classic, so yeah, we yeah. just like go up to the mountains in Virginia, like, hey, we're going to the mountains in Virginia. It's like, you know, an hour and a half or something from Richmond. Whoever wants to come can come meet us in the woods. We're going to be camping and just go on a ride. So we did that yeah. a couple of times and they were they were always fun. Like we, we had a lot of really good bonding with like Legion back then because they, they'd come to those. So it'd be like Legion, Baltards. Which is that club I was thinking about from Baltimore? Like they they come out okay. to those and like little East Coast like Black Black and Re- you know Rebels and stuff, and we'd have this little small like event, maybe twenty of us, and like have a blast. And then um, we're like, all right, cool, let's let's throw a legit rally this summer. Like let's do it. Like Black Black's throwing the rally this year. Like Hell Satan's haven't been doing it. They've been driving the ball. Rebels are doing their winter thing. They kind of like have locked that in. Like that's their kind of time now. We'll do the summer rally. And it was like, all right, what's what's it gonna be? And like, I'm all I don't know. I've always been like big and like, yo, I just want to do something that's like fun, and like different than like the normal. Like, yeah, anyone can just like the. I enjoy rallies and I enjoy the structure that it's kind of turned into. But like, it's turned into like the structure that everyone does. It's like, yeah, everyone's gonna do the Friday night ride, and then they're gonna party, and then they're gonna wake up, and maybe they feed you in the morning, maybe they don't. And then we're going to do like this long ride on Saturday. Yeah, long. Your butt hurts. Your back hurts. And you're going to eat somewhere. And then you're going to ride some more. And then your butt hurts. And then you're going to party. And hopefully you didn't party too much on Friday and miss the ride on Saturday. Like, you know. <laughs> and then Sunday, all you guys are going to leave, even though we planned a ride and another party. Like, you know. Yeah. And so we're just like, all right, cool. Well, let's do something different. And Richmond's got this like amusement park. 30 miles out of the city. So we just had the idea. We the, the idea, we had two ideas rolling around our heads. We were like, all right, we could go to this go-kart track and, like, rent the whole place out and race go-karts all day. Like, let's ride mopeds and then go race go-karts at this place all day and, like, get, it, get the food catered there and everything. And yeah, like, I don't hate this idea at all. That was like super fun. The place that it was at was like they had like all sorts of shit. They had indoor laser tag. They awesome. had they had archery, which is like kind of like 
paintball, but indoors with these little like softball things. And mm-hmm. they had go karts. And I was like, we're thinking about doing that. And like with the with the catering built in, it was expensive and like all the shit. We're like, uh, we opted not to do that. And like, I know I made some calls to the person that you know had the theme park and was like, talked to the representative, like, oh, we got this like. Hi, I'm with the Moped Army official. Um, you know, <laughs> tried to dress it yeah, up as yeah. good as had, you could. Had to dress to it my- the fuck up, dude. Like, not you know, I'm bringing a bunch of dirty drunks to your <laughs> to your facility. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, and like they were trying to like make us like pay for the parking, like all the like. I'm like, dude, I'm we're coming on fifty to a hundred mopeds. <laughs> yeah, like we could put ten mopeds in one parking spot. Like, I'm yeah. not paying for your parking spots like that. But, like, we worked out a deal and we got, like, you know, a decent price on tickets and we got, like, a decent, like, price on parking. They put us in the bus parking. So we had, like, two bus spots for all the bikes, like, roped off. It was sick. And, um, nice. We do this, like, cool ride. The ride was, like, all right, let's do, like, this Richmond ride. Like, so we, the Friday night ride was, like, our city ride. And we'd, like, all right, here's the city. We're going to come in, like, you know, Around like Philip Morris, you get to see them Philip Morris plant because it's Richmond in the South and like yeah tobacco. Yeah. So we did that <laughs> and you come back into the city and you see all the lights and crawl across a bunch of bridges and like you know it was fun, it was good times. And then like you know you break down on Friday night, sorry because we're not chasing, we're just ripping like flat, fast and hard and like don't get left. We're taking, yeah, yeah. we might drop you through the hood. <laughs> and uh, so Friday was cool and then like Saturday came around and we had our you know, the thing was like if you bought a rally pack, the rally pack came with a ticket. It was like nice. we had like yeah, two yeah. we had two packs. We had two rally packs. It was like tier or whatever. You get the one with like just the shirt, and then you get the rally pack that comes with like your ticket to the theme park. It wasn't okay. like and it wasn't even like much more. It was like a little bump up, you know? And so we did that and we rode out to the theme park the next day. And then the, it was like a cool ride. We, you know, we did the city. We cut through the through the hood, and then like you go through the hood, and we went right right past like the Richmond racetracks. So you got to see like we you know where the NASCAR tracks at. That's and, one like, thing I didn't see when I was in Richmond. Like I don't know why yeah, I we didn't, didn't even we think didn't about go that it. way. Yeah, we never went out there when you were here. Yeah, it's like not far from where I live. Like I probably live like ten miles from it, if that, maybe less. Like maybe eight miles. I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty close to the track. Like you can hear it from my house when they're racing. That's but a like, beautiful uh, thing. For, for a <laughs> for redneck like me, yeah. dude, who loves to watch cars turn left, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, you can hear um, that shit from my house. But, like, <laughs> yeah, we, we like rode them past that. And then, like, after that, you it was, like, an open stretch. And you're just, like, coming out into the, to the suburbs. And, like, all right, see some nice little houses. And then we cut around the corner and go around this other road. And then you're in the country. Like, Richmond's yeah. tight because it's, like, it's a city. But the city's small. And then we have these surrounding counties. And if you go far enough in any direction, you end up in the country. Where there's nothing that's but cornfields, uh, wheat fields, and like trees. Yeah, that's a lot like St. Paul, where I'm at, dude. Like, I took some of the guy. I like to do long rides, and like, I'll throw like an invite to everybody. And every once in a while, I'll get like five, six people to come with me. We rode to it. It's not, it's almost a suburb, but not really. Like, I took people out, drove them by like wine vineyards over to Stillwater, nice. and like, people are like, oh my God, I didn't even know this was here. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, you're on the right side of the river now. We, so like, we got I it all. Give the, <laughs> you, you want, I always give the Minneapolis boys a hard yeah. time about like, that. You want, yeah, dude, you want that's scenic awesome. views? We got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, dude, I mean, it was fun, dude. The ride was cool. Like, like, and you, we, I had a lot of fun planning the ride too, because like, 
we just got in the van with the boys and like we checked out some maps and was like I really I really enjoy that part of like the rally of like planning a rally. Like I should have been a fucking road captain, dude. Like I like I enjoyed that part. Like cause like it was like, all right, cool, let's just get this map. And cause like you have to want the thing with like throwing around is like it's always interesting for people who aren't from where you're from. But mm-hmm. trying to also make something interesting for people who are, live where you're from and like do all the same rides that you do because you know you're in the same place. It's so easy to get stuck in that rut of your route. Oh yeah. Like I think the last two group rides we did the same person led and we ended up doing almost the exact same route. Like, and you're just like, and we did this one last time. Like riding mopeds is fun. And like, that's the enjoy of it. Like riding mopeds, but you also like want like the scenery or like a change of scenery. And like, I don't know. So there's something about doing the same thing over and over again. That's going to make something played out, you know? No, exactly, dude. Yeah. Like I'm always try. I always love to get out and ride. And like my buddy Lee, um, he was riding with me. He we just start kind of riding together yeah. this at the end of the year. And like one of the last times, me, him, and this other kid, Jake, went out. Like I'm like, why don't they always look? They were looking at me. I'm like, why don't one of you guys lead? That's like, what I, dude, and, like, I love that. I, I Lee I love took the lead, and people. like we're going different parts of St. Paul that I never I been on, but never really thought to ride, yeah. if you will. That's what's sick. Like I really, for a while, I always wanted to get into like, um, cause, cause I think you guys do it. I think they do it out there. I think, um, I think they do it. The fucking castle rollers do it. I remember talking to someone. I think Alex, when I talked, we had our had a podcast with him or whatever. He talked about how they used to do, like, like it, it changed who was the captain or who was leading the ride, like, you know, every time yeah, they do the it. The castle rollers will do Thursdays and like. For the most part, they're pretty good at like switching it up. Yeah, um, like next person you know, chooses where the stops at and where the ride goes to and all that. Like, yeah, I like, mean, but you know, and it's like I said, for the most part, they do a really good job of switching it up. I mean, there's always going to be the one or two people who take the kind of the typical route, but I always like it when you know, even the old guard like takes us out on a long route. It's, I yeah. mean, those are always fun because you know me, I love to ride yeah. so. I mean that's that's the best part. Like I really enjoy like I like making routes and like I enjoy like following and seeing what someone else would come up with because like just mm-hmm. that like little little tweak little change is fun. Mm-hmm. But like that's kind of we planned the rally route. We like got in the van and we pulled up Google Maps and we just started driving and we're like yeah that road like because you look at the map like you see some road that looks kind of windy and you don't know the name of it. Yep. Where, where you know, and I'm like, <laughs> we just kind of made up a drill on the map, you know, like where we're trying to get to, like the yeah. end spots there. As long as we're generally going in that direction, it's gonna work. So we kind of exactly. were like, we kind of drove out and just found roads, and like, oh, back, let's go back, backtrack, and see what that other road looks like. And mm-hmm. we found these cool ass roads, and like, when he got into the cutting to the country, it was like, my one of my favorite, you know, you're. Uh, you always say this thing, like uh, touching the sky, touching the sky, or like making me feel googly in my pants. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want, and I'll let you know where I got that from. It was a combination of a few things. It was from the second Tron, because okay. I'm not nearly as zen as Jeff Bridges is, <laughs> but they talked about him knocking on the sky, and I don't know. I must just change it enough because, like, the second Tron uh, Tron trilogy is like Trinity or trilogy. It's like one of the goodest movies ever. If anybody has Disney Plus, go and watch it. It's yeah, I need to watch that. Visually, again. it's been a long time since I've seen it. 
Tron. Yeah, the second one, not the first one. The first okay. one's great and rad, but the yeah. second one, visually and the soundtrack to it, is so fucking awesome. Yeah, that's, but, like, that's like the newer one, right? Yep, yep. Okay, yeah. Daft Punk did the soundtrack <laughs> for it. Yeah, mask and everything. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude, like that's kind of it. We were out there and like we're planning this route, and like a bunch of the roads. Once you got into the cut, we're just like you come around this bin, and then it's like tree canopy and that's like my Mm -hmm. favorite thing to ride through on mopeds like when you look up and the sun's like whispering through these fucking tree leaves and Mm -hmm. you see like little it's like a little foggy or something you see these little rays of sun coming down and like yep it's just like that and you're going to do a curve and a hill i don't know they were great so that was really fun we found this other like uh secondary road that like cut through like private prop it was like private road kind of thing but it was like a (laughs) bunch of houses in it and it went through the woods and it was like and it popped back out at the main road so when we did the test ride like on mopeds we ended up doing that version of it and it was like super fun but at the same time it was like you know if you just drop someone back here in the woods and forget about them (laughs) and then like yeah that's a that's the thing about those, you know, unique routes. Sometimes yeah. they're a little too unique. Yeah. And then like you're dealing with mopeders and even on the <laughs> test ride, we had a couple of friends who were like, Oh, look at that field. And they just cut through this field. that was someone's property, you know, like, <laughs> so people, people come outside yelling at us and we're like, uh, okay, maybe we won't bring like a hundred people through this. Yeah. Cause you're in the South dude. I mean, <laughs> granted people love their guns up here, but like, it's a different story down yeah. there. But I don't know. That was like a really fun part. Just like looking at the map with like in the van with my buddies, like going and scouting different roads and seeing like which ones connected where and like how to put it together to get you to point A. I mean, from point A mm-hmm. to point B. And like when we ended up throwing the rally, it was it was fun. We got out there and we had like a gas stop right across the street from the theme park. And we had like PB&Js pro tip for all those moms and dads out there. Even though I'm not one, uh, my buddy put us on it, dude. Like, because we because the club made sandwiches for everyone. We were just, oh, we'll just make PBJs and we'll make get a bunch of chips, like little little fun bags of chips and a cooler full of drinks, and we'll feed people at the gas station before we go to the theme park, and mm-hmm. like you know, bag lunch. And he's like, yo, put peanut butter on both slices of bread and the jelly in between, and that way your bread doesn't get fucking mushy from the jelly. Yeah, yeah, dude. Blew my mind. I immediately, not immediately, but last next time I saw my parent, my mom, and I was thinking about that shit, I was like, "Mom, you fucked me up my whole life." <laughs> Sog with them soggy ass peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at school that you didn't want to touch. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was stained and bled through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, he, I was like, I don't know who put him. Like his mom, someone set him right, dude. I was like, dude, that's a that's a pro tip right there for sure. But I don't know. I, I've got another pro tip I'll have to show you sometime with s'mores, dude. My <laughs> aunt Julie, who rest in peace, loved Julie. God rest her soul. Well, she died last year of uh, brain cancer. So that was yeah. Julie's a rad lady. I'm almost getting choked up talking about her. Yeah. Um, she's got these cookies she used instead of graham crackers that had the Keebler Elf cookies with the chocolate at the bottom. Oh, yeah. Pre-built in Instead chocolate. of like, yeah, yeah. Instead of using like chunks of chocolate and graham crackers, you use those cookies. On both sides, it's like game changer for your Damn. for your s'mores. Yeah, that's so. that sounds pretty easy. I like that clutch move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Oh, that was that. It was fun. We we rode out there, and then like there were people that didn't want to go to the amusement park. I don't know why. 
Yeah, it comes dude, in the rally quit pack. being a stick in the mud. Yeah, like, go go race go-karts. Like, I'm into, like, doing things as a group and, like, going to an amusement park with a bunch of moped friends. Sounds fun. We're all mm-hmm. wearing cuts, walking around the park like we're, like, you know, <laughs> this little thing going on. <laughs> you're, you're a moped group going anywhere that does not moped, dude. Yeah. You're going to stand out and you're going to be yeah. going to get the stairs, dude. It it's awesome. Great. But, yeah, we came through the gates and there was, like, this picture. This is an epic picture somewhere. So you come through these gates and we're, like, riding through this big parking lot around this corner. And you see these, like, sky rising, like, roller coasters in the background and, like, a trail mm-hmm. of mopeds in front of it. It's a sick picture. And, like, you know, we parked in a lot. We went in. We rode roller coasters. And the only thing that sucked about that rally was dealing with moped time. So when you do rallies that are different than just riding and partying, uh, times are more important because you're like, all right, well, if we get to the park by noon and everyone gets six hours or five hours or whatever to like ride roller coasters and hang out and like have a fun. And then you got to do this ride back. Well, when you wake up in the morning and you're expecting the meetup to be 10 and the breakfast to be at this time and the leave time to be at this time. And then moped time kicks in, you get pushed back like an hour or longer mm-hmm. sometimes. So we left a little late. We got there a little late and we were riding road coasters. We're hanging out. And the departure time on the rally packs and everything was like X time. And then all these people were like, yo, man, like they're texting the group chat for the rally. Like, yo, we, we want to ride more rides. Come on. We need to like, we need to stay longer. We got to extend the time. And people in the club are like, dude, we got to stretch the time. People, people want to ride some more. I'm like, all right, let's push it back to this time. And yeah. luckily, um, the people who didn't want to go to the theme park, um, went with the rebel rousers. They did an alternative route because Thomas like yeah. grew up out, out there. So he knew like some cool stuff. So he took them on an alternative route and they went to like a brewery that was out that way. And then like, you know, had, had a good time at the brewery and got to ride back to the city. And meanwhile, the rest of us had a blast riding roller coasters. And like, I'm like chilling with the buzzards. Like I, you know, was clicking really tight with Calvin back now. Like, Oh God, man, we're having a blast riding roller coasters. And then it's like, all right, the ride home, the ride out there, awesome ride. The ride back was like super epic, really pretty, like in the country, like big winding bends, like around lakes. Like it was this awesome ride back. And then you get through the back into the city and you just have some like stretches where you just get to really get on it. And I was like, yeah, the ride back's going to be where it's at, dude. That's going to be fun. And like, yeah. well, not <laughs> when the ride back happens at night, when it's yeah. supposed to happen during the day. And, and I'm like, we could have easily like switched it up and be like, okay, like we're just going to drive straight back. We're going to go to this one road. Cause literally one road would have taken you all the way back to the city. And we could have just like, yeah. gone to that and gone in a straight line, like death March style. Like, or we're just going to straight line. Everyone's going to stick together and we'll be Rip fine. Route. Yep. Chase right behind us. No big deal. We'll get back. But Jason. hindsight i can, I can yeah. hear the regret in your in your little tone right there like <sighs> yeah hindsight like i would have done that but i was like well we got this awesome route plan we gotta drive it we gotta ride it so yeah. we're like all right everyone it's gonna be a death it's gonna be it's gonna be dark and our lights suck which you've talked yep. about in a lot of episodes lately you, yeah you've had going on um yeah lights suck it's gonna be dark and then you realize you remember how dark it is when you're not when you're not in the city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Richmond in the city, I could ride my moped with no lights and be completely fine. Like 
yeah, I don't have lights at all. Well, I might not be fine. I might die. I might get hit by yeah. a car. Or the cops might get my ass. Like, but I could see where I'm going. Yeah, it's a lit city. I, I, yeah, I, I it's could see. Lit. Yeah, I could sit and not be seen. I could see and not be seen. But mm-hmm. um, I was like, yeah, let's just let's just do the ride back. We'll do the ride back. So we we go, and I think like out the gate, someone missed the turn. Someone got dropped and missed the turn. And then our, our chase is in the woods trying to catch people. Someone's like dropped the pin and their phone died, and they're just like in a field out in the oh. cut. And Chase had to go find them. Like, and it was just this like dark, sketchy ride back in the woods. <laughs> and like, we, <laughs> we made it. Like, it worked. We made it. But we got back so much later. Like, by the time we got back, it was like, it had been like late. It was dark. People were like, yo, y'all were supposed to be back like this time. I'm like, yeah, well, we were a little cautious. And then we got sketchy. <laughs> and like we got back and we had a cookout and like we you know we rented like we had a like we got a DJ and we rented sound gear and had like bass and shit and we went down the club and partied and you know nice. now now it's history so it doesn't matter like you know that we did a <laughs> sketchy ride in the dark and left people in the woods sorry <laughs> well you know it's it's just like in mopeds or even podcasts or whatever you learn with time yeah um, so that yeah that's but yeah that was that was the first uh black black rally in richmond like you know how many black black rallies have you had in richmond i know the nascar one i know you're gonna do what what this past year but we, like, we've only had the two we had the because okay. we had the the communal club thing and mm-hmm. then we had a black black rally and then what we were kind of doing was since we have so many clubs in richmond health stadiums kind of stopped doing the rallies the new health stadiums were kind of like not enough of them to really like hold some shit together. So we started switching, switching up kind of like a lot of other cities do like how petty cash and hot and ready's were switching summers. How like some other clubs in different cities were like, yeah, you see the same town. Why not, you know, split it up. And it gives the other club more, more time to like save up dues or money or whatever, however, however they go about getting their rally funds together. I know, yeah. I know everyone does it differently. Like I think, our club stopped like we stopped paying dues like we don't pay dues anymore we just do like a rally like a rally fee and it's like all right rally's coming like here's how much we're we're trying to get per person like if you got it kick it in if you don't you know kicking what you can and if you can kick in a little more like do that yeah yeah and like so that's kind of how we do it now like we don't we don't pay dues, dues during the year we just wait for the rally cuz you don't know if it's going to be this year or next year or what's going to happen so we do that and uh it seems to work out for us but like yeah but yeah like we we had that one and then we started switching off a smog squad so we're like all right smog squad you guys do next summer and then we'll do the one after that and that's kind of what happened like smog squad did theirs and then i think we did like then sean moved away like sean moved Mm -hmm. to california or something he was like they did the tat and uh the transamerica trail so it was like pinball the the pinball thing happened and like sean and then we're like a big part of that they were all like super gun ho they were like you know helping plan or whatever and they were like yo let's do this and they went and did the pinball rubberita and shit like the long one like maine to key west florida like yeah dude that's deep. such a death march there like i hear like, about that yeah. like it was like black black hot and ready's fucking i think homie from hot and ready's had had a had a the stock tomos like brand new stock tomos from like moped mm-hmm. and like yep i got a brand new one and that's what he wrote with a pipe and like it was killing it and like our black black boys had had the cobra. I think 
someone talked about that. They said it was, someone said it was a pinto. Like, but like, yeah, they had a cobra with like fairings and shit, and they were just like <laughs> full tucking for hours, doing seventy four miles an hour, and we're following yeah. the show on glimpse, just like, what the fuck? That That's was the first time I had seen. Yeah, that was the first time I thought of a moped going faster than sixty. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching the pinball, and they're doing 74 miles an hour on a Cobra, full tucking behind a fairing <laughs> for hours. <sighs> they, they were like, yeah. yeah, we just open the throttle and hold it and don't let go. Yeah. I'm like, That's fuck fucking that. fucking nuts. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, my back hurts already. Just thinking. Yeah. Like, just sitting in this chair, podcasting <laughs> with you. I'm like, damn, I want to lay on the couch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but dude, like. I don't know. Like they, we switched was we switched off to Smog, and then um, I think we ended up doing like another communal thing after Sean moved. Sean moved. We like left the old shred shed spot. Like they were like gonna jack the rent up or something because the the whole neighborhood we were in was like an industrial warehouse neighborhood, mm-hmm. and there was maybe like two apartment buildings that used to be warehouses. Like the beginning of gentrification. Exactly. Then, yeah, that's happened everywhere. Yeah. And then while we're there, like between that, like I mean, it's maybe been five or six years since we were at that spot. Between that, maybe longer now. God, I'm old. But <laughs> but from like not old, but you know what I'm saying. Like it's I'm getting. Up no, there. dude, I, I feel you. You think of, that moped was just a couple, years, Oh God, that was yeah. five years ago. Oh yeah. shit. Like in, in yeah. moped years, I'm getting old. But uh, <laughs> like I'm not twenty more. Fuck. But you know. Yeah. <laughs> but like that neighborhood, we had our we had the shred shed in like. It was like cool. It was like we had a tread shed. It was like an industrial spot. Like the place across the street from us sold like you know forklifts and like you know heavy machinery and shit. And like it was like a cool neighborhood. Like it used to be just businesses, but like a lot of them were closed warehouses. And um, nobody cared if you're revving yeah, motors no at we midnight. Were, there was like you know some houses. There was one. There were two blocks that had houses on it in the whole neighborhood. The whole neighborhood was warehouses up for these two blocks. And then, mm-hmm. like, there was a building that turned apartments. Another one that turned apartments. So, like, all right, not a big deal. And then, like, we you could see the right in the wall towards the end because we we're, like, in this spot. And then, like, they opened a brewery on the block next to us. Uh-oh. And That's like, when you huh. know you're in trouble. And then they opened a brewery two blocks from us. And then the two other warehouses became apartments. And then they tried to raise the rent on us for this, like, shitty, undeveloped warehouse, like, building we were in like the building sucked dude like they never the landlords didn't do shit to make the building fixed up or nice or anything like we were just in like whatever used to be there all the stuff got taken out and we moved in you know like the mm-hmm. building wasn't anything fancy and so we ended up like leaving four that walls spot. in a roof if yeah. that we ended up leaving that spot and like just like so you forever and get the picture of the neighborhood now like because i worked in that neighborhood like the my print shop i used to be at was in that neighborhood like the warehouse where our shop was at is now a brewery that's connected to like like a barbecue smoker place in the back, which across the street is a barcade. <laughs> they open three more breweries. Uh, yeah, five more CrossFits. You know that that kind of <laughs> shit. Like yeah, yeah, it's every getting trendy warehouse as fuck. became a, a a town luxury townhouse condo. Mm-hmm. Um, they built three new luxury townhouse condos from scratch from the ground up. Like it's yeah. insane how much that neighborhood has changed in a couple of years, but like yeah. that's where we were in mopeds and we had to get out of there. And you know, that's what I know. I think Thomas has talked about it for maybe talked about something, your podcast or something, but I know we like when we talked about having like parts and throwing shit away in mopeds, like 
it sucks to see it or think yeah. about it or remember it, but we had an entire like wall. I think we took multiple trips to the dump or to the fucking junk, you know, the scrapper and just scrap mad. T- Sorry, almost Thomas dudes, mad parts, all these wheels, all these friends, all this shit just got trashed. Cause there was nothing. We couldn't do anything with it. And we yeah. got out of that spot and we found a new warehouse, like, and had another, that was, we had another communal shop, which was like our last like big, like communal space, which ended up being sick. That was the one after the stretch that ended up being really awesome. Like, for a while and like that's where we had our communal rally our last communal rally that was called uh it was called the the what was it the roller coaster rally was called painted black okay black, black. then small had the rally and then we moved out of our shop and we had the communal shop and the communal shops was called rally was called d's nuts yeah it was called uh it was called d's nuts a fan rally <laughs> because it was like right after like the ceiling fan joke kind of happened and like yeah we all started uh joining that fan group on uh facebook and like trolling, trolling super hard <laughs> I heard whispers about that yeah that's oh, hilarious man. that was like a bad couple months <laughs> just fan like fan yeah fan fans all the all everyone from open army just went and started trolling this like fan fan club on facebook and we're yeah. just in there posting pictures of fans. And what about this one? You guys like it? Like the same shawl jokes you're seeing right now and fucking yeah. like fake Mopin Army and Army and stuff. It was that, but it was about ceiling fans. Yeah. For a minute. We were at like, we were, I remember being in Michigan and we're taking selfies, like, and standing around a circle looking up at the ceiling fan. Like, like yeah, look at us. Look at them fans. <laughs> we, raffled, we raffled off of the smog squad, like, raffled off a fan for the rally, like the group rally. <laughs> Our promo video, uh, I think Thomas gets his nuts tasered. Like, oh Jesus! Yeah, we were doing a bunch. Of, we did a bunch of dumb stuff, dude. That was also the rally where uh, Legion blew up a, a toilet in our parking lot with like ah uh, yeah sorry. half a stick. We've all heard that little bit, yeah, dude. Yeah, and then the fucking fire department showed up. The cops showed up, and we're like, because it's right beside a brand new fancy apartment, of course. Yeah, and yep. they're like, yeah, we heard like an explosion down there. Like they call the cops, and people show up, and we're like, uh, it was like literally. The building we're in, speaking of wrong side of the tracks, uh, <laughs> the building we were in for our warehouse was like sandwiched between this really nice, like they called it the G- lofts at the James, and it was like yeah. directed towards Some like trendy yeah, shit like, yeah, yeah. for like college kids because it was like you know right across the bridge from campus, and like they had like a charter bus, like not a charter bus, but they had like a, a a bus that ran you know. Fucking bus people back and forth like all day. Yeah, shuttle or yeah, whatever. Shuttle yeah. bus all day for like to get to VCU and like we were sandwiched between that and like the train tracks and the other side of the train tracks was like the hood, like the legit, <laughs> the legit hood, and like <laughs> and they were like we were just like the cops shut and we were just like dude, it definitely wasn't us, man. Like we we pointed to the hood. You might want to check over there and get open. Like I think. They might had something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like we played it all super hard. Like you know, someone covered up the toilet that was exploding. I was gonna say pieces. you guys have all the doors shut at this point, so they can't see it or what? Yeah, yeah. We're just like Yo, hide that toilet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll put out the fire. We're good. Like, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like it was it was a cool spot. Like you know, another big warehouse. Like the rebels had like a spot to themselves. I think this one we had maybe sixteen people in it, which is like it sounds awesome. But, like, just like with, like, Andy and the Zeros and stuff, like, you hear people talk about these group shops. There's always someone who's, like, holding the bag 
You know, someone's mm-hmm. got to be the responsible party. You know, someone's got to be like making sure people are paying their shit on time and all, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. Like you're hurting cats when it comes to mopeds and groups. Yeah, dude. Like I hear those big group things and that's awesome to go visit yeah. and see people. But like, dude, I couldn't function in that. Yeah. Like it sounds fun. It sounds awesome. It is. It's a great time. But mm-hmm. if you're not like organized and if there's not like, you gotta, there still has to be some, it's not a free for all. It's gotta be some kind of structure, some kind of rules to it. Cause or else, exactly. or else all the tools will go missing or else, you know, all the fucking consumables will be consumed and never replaced. You mm-hmm. know, like, yo, know, we're out of fucking sticks for the stick water. Oh, you're out of fucking carb cleaner. Oh, like, who took all the toilet paper? Like, you know, like, and then Thomas, being the fucking hustler he is, bought a fucking, <laughs> like, he had it the last red shed too, but he bought a fucking snack machine. And in the snack machine, you could buy. Uh, like hand rolls of toilet paper, like just enough for a couple wipes. <laughs> like <laughs> I want to know how you get that math down. Like this, like you just wrap around your hand a couple times. You put it in the fucking machine, like in the slot. <laughs> so when the slot moves, it drops. You know the little roll of toilet paper. I'm clapping here, everyone. That uh, is so. God bless you, Thomas. And like he had like <laughs> cigarettes in there. Like he had you know just like a little little bottles of two stroke oil. Like yeah, yeah. all the things that mopeders need on a regular basis, like he'd keep in this little <laughs> snack machine and it was great. Like it was a cool spot. Like Brittany from the rebels was there, like learning how to take apart bikes completely by herself all the time. Like awesome. we had a bunch of smog squad. Like I like, I was still like hunting for bikes this whole time. So I'm always like finding like cheap bikes and like, that's half the fun of finding mopeds too, is like just beating your friends to the deal. And, la- it is, and laughing it's, in their it's, face. It's addiction all upon itself. Yeah. Cause like I've had to back away from some stuff lately. Like I'm at the point where I haven't, there's never enough bikes and you know that, but like, I'm not going to get to the, all these bikes within the year. Then I yeah. don't need to buy more bikes. Yeah. Like that's kind of where I'm at. I don't know. That's where I've, I've come and gone from that place a bunch of times. Like, Oh, this is enough bikes. I'm done. It's too many bikes. And then you sell yeah. some and then you got space again and then you buy more. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not against buying more, but I've got to finish what I have. Cause like I was trying to pawn this chow off onto a friend of mine, Marie, who I talk about everyone. So I'm like, Hey Marie, you like Vespas, <laughs> you've got nothing going on. And then she's got like, I think I sent you the picture. She's got like 10 C's in her basement. And I'm, she goes, I have to get them all running first, Jim. I'm like, that's how many work. are running five. I'm yeah, like, that's okay. A so a month or two. That's pretty good. Five's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, like, yeah, that's the, the weird game. Like, that's always fun to like try to find the bikes, especially when like all your friends are doing the exact same shit. So like, I remember like, you know, your one friend's hunting for a bike, but then like he uh, doesn't have his own vehicle, and you're mm-hmm. like, you just, I just would message the people and be like, yeah, I'm on the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm already on the way. Can I just like? Pay he's like, all right, man, first come, first serve. And like and I get oh. and I pick the bikes up and then I take the take that shit 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 ass grinning fucking smile, just like selfie, driving back in the car with his bikes. I'm like, oh, are one of you guys looking for this in the group chat? Oh, was someone supposed to come get these in a couple hours? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And then I come back to the garage and I literally just like sell them as is to my friends. <laughs> like, all right, like, you know. Kick one fucking fifty bucks and like you can you can have it like <laughs> yeah dude I can tell you this much if anybody does anything like that like swoops in under people get pretty sensitive about that yeah, at it's least funny. 
the the butt yeah. the butt hurts real, dude. I just want to like you know laugh at him. Like, oh, that was funny. I got you, huh? Beat you to it, huh? But like, I don't know. That spot was cool. Like, I sold Pippin like from the Smog Squad. I sold him like a Hobbit there. Our buddy mm-hmm. Rob from Swamp Squad, he bought one of my Hobbits there. So, like, all my friends were I was putting all my friends on the Hobbit. Jordan, like, I probably sold, like, five or six of my Hobbits just once I found, like, not for expensive, you know, pricey or anything. To so, like, all my yeah. friends that were in the garage because we're all sharing this garage. Like, Dana from Treatland built his, like, sick Negrini Hobbit while he was in that garage. That was before he moved, like, right before he moved to California. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, it's so sick. If you ever get to California or Treatland and get to see it, like, like Negrini tank, like Thomas painted it. So it's like perfect paint job, like this giant fucking like predator looking fairing. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh man, it was, it was such a cool bike. And like, I don't know, this spot was awesome. And we had a lot of fun there. We did it. We did our rally there. And like the rally was fun. You know, we had fun filming the promo. Like a lot of people came out to more people than we were expecting to come out to it. Like some old cell hell Satans popped up, or like, you know, hadn't seen them like riding in a while. So it's always fun when I get to see like those old dudes, like not that they're that old, but like the old dudes come no. out and ride, you know, the old people, old the guard, old guard. If yeah. You will. Gen one, if you will. Yeah. I like, like it's always fun to see them like pop up, pop back out for like some rides. Like, cause like they got bikes chilling in the garage somewhere that they haven't touched in a couple months, but like they still run. You know, yeah. if you can get the old dudes out, like, to ride every once in a while, it's like, all right, sick. Like, our buddy Joe has, like, a perfect condition, like, white Cobra. Like, mm-hmm. and it's, like unicorn shit just chilling in a garage in Richmond, you know? Like, I don't know. So, so that's cool. Like, we we did the rally. Oh, man. Fucking swoops came to that rally. Which is kind of, we've kind of, like, stole, stole this and turned it into, like, a Richmond thing. But yeah. they came to the rally with, like... You know, when you buy, like, glow sticks in bulk from the internet. Uh-huh. So it's, like, a box of, like, a thousand. And they just cracked <laughs> them all and threw them. They started throwing them in the sky. And, like, everyone <laughs> starts picking them up and piecing them together for the night ride. So you had this fucking... Nice. You'd love it. It's, it's a fucking Tron-style Friday night ride where everyone's yeah. got, like, their helmets all, like, done up with glow sticks. And their bikes all done up with glow sticks. And, like, in their tires and stuff. Like, it's awesome. Dude, that's rad. That shit, yeah. yeah, you're right, dude. That shit does make me happy. Yeah, like they did that at our rally, and we were just like, yeah, that was that was fun. That was a great idea. And like, I think we proceeded to do it at like three or four other ones. We're like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so who's buying the glow sticks? Like, let's get it. Because <laughs> like, mopeds are already a spectacle. Like, you know, when you see them riding through in a group during the day, but like at night, it's just like this loud noise and like, you can't really make the bikes out. But when you see all these things glowing down the street, you're like, okay, these guys are having fun. Yeah. yeah. You have the swarm of bumblebees going by. <laughs> like that's one term people never use. Like when I was racing go-karts, like I started out in on four cycles and like all the four cycle kids would call the two stroke guys on Yamaha's bumblebees. But like, <laughs> yeah dude that's so there's there's it. something i can bring i can bring to mopeds the the bumble we're just a bunch of bumblebee crowd um Bumblebees. dude that's rad so what i'm just trying to understand where you're at in your moped life like um are you is this are we into like like what year would you put that at do you have any idea i know like timeline isn't your greatest but like and it's yeah. not that big a deal but like for a ocd May- kid like me with numbers I'd say maybe we're at like 2012. Okay. I might've started 
I might have started this early. Like, I might have started the beginning timeline way early, which throws the whole thing off. That's why I'm like, oh, dude, I don't care. Time. But if I, if you can, you can look on the internet and see when the rallies were that were for. Yeah, dude, to, this is your moped journey, dude. Yeah. It's all, it's your form. This is like, this I would call this the middle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like shred shit. Like this is this is like the the la- the latter half of the middle. Cause like, <laughs> cause like the the shred shed closed. Like Sean left. And so, like, that was, like, our communal spot. Like, mm-hmm. we had the shred shed. We had this moped shop in the city. And Sean was always bringing bikes in. So, it's like, you know, you're seeing derbies. We're seeing multiple white ravens. Like, we're seeing all this cool shit come through his shop. And, like, some of it comes, you know, we'd buy some of it. He'd sell some of it. We'd see new riders because of him. And then, like, you know, the Satans are gone. So, that was, like, the beginning of my scene. Like, the Satans fell off. Mm-hmm. They're not really doing it. And, like, we're picking up the leftovers between our friends and making it happen, you know, making our scene happen. And we're, like, going around making noise, like. Which so is let me ask you do. this, and you don't need to throw any shade out at all, but, like, what was your guys' reaction to the TV show? It was rad because it's still Richmond. It's still, like, like I said, we're all, like, I, I talk about them, like, oh, they're old, like, they're gone, but they're not gone. They're still around. They're still doing no. their own shit. Like, they're, they, you know, King Pat has a legit skate park in his cement skate park in his backyard called the lost bowl. Yeah. The lost bowl was on red bulls, like top five, like DIY skate spots in the city, like in the country. Like it's insane. They've had professional like teams, like BMX teams and skate teams, like do sessions there. Like mm -hmm. they throw parties, like they do like a Halloween party. That's like Epic. They have the pool that he fills, you know, during the summer. So you can, anyone can go there and swim it's this giant, you know, monster of a skate park in his backyard and everyone's welcome. And like, they do yoga there on Sundays. Like they're still around and like, mm-hmm. they're just like skateboard kids. So, so yeah, you know, they've been around having a blast or doing things, but like they did the TV show that's on fusion. If anyone wants to check it out, it's free. Just go to fusion network and watch the hell Satan's TV show. You can also get it on, I forget what app it is. I've shown a few people around my scene, the app, and like, I did have to kind of let them know this is a story. It's yeah, not it's, necessarily it's like how Richmond is. reality show. It's like. Yeah, quote unquote. Yeah. I'm like, it's, half these people, <laughs> from my understanding, weren't even Satans, but you yeah, know, it it's, makes it's for a good time. It's scripted and like, they, it's scripted. They plan shit out. It was, it was fun. Like, they had the guys filming. They were like, yo, we're doing some filming so a bunch of us went out and did a ride and they had the film crew like filming inside the back of a jeep and like mm-hmm. you know that was fun thomas you know had like loaned them some bikes for the thing because they didn't have enough running bikes like <laughs> they they went to thomas's house to scoop the bikes up and that was like one of the episodes and like yeah. they got they you know were giving beer to fucking thomas's pig like thomas and ashley's <laughs> pig like here pig, eat, drink the beer eat the fritos or some shit but like we kind of made a richmond made an event out of it they were like all right, the the shit got recorded. Months and months went by, and they're like, "All right, it's gonna air." And so they're like, "Cool, we're having an airing party." So we'd hop on our mopeds and we'd ride out and meet the Satans at this bar, and we'd watch the episode live on TV, and then we'd come back next week and do it over again. Like, so we made like we made like a fun little event out of the show being aired. Dude, that's rad. Yeah. Like, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It was cool. Like, we held it down. Like. You know, we're growing our scene or trying the best we can. We're like, you know, throwing, we're throwing the rallies. We're still getting good turnouts in Richmond and we're, we're traveling a bunch. I think we did, we did New Orleans rally five years in a row. 
Wow. Because it was always like, it was like, all right, this is like the, that was like the end of the year kickoff. It was like, you do all these yeah. rallies all summer and then it's like nothing really would happen again until like right building gather. And then after building gather, nothing really happened again until right in chatter. Cause that was always like kind of like the first rally of the year. Cause they were doing so early, like March or something. Mm-hmm. And then it was like between the end of summer, like September to like whenever riding at it, building gather was like December, there was nothing. Yeah. And then the new Orleans with mono down there was like, yeah, well we're going to do our rally in October. <laughs> it was like November, October, like the end yeah. of October. And it's like, okay, well, Richmond's cold in October, coldish, not Minnesota. I know you like talking no, about the weather. It's, it's everybody's relative <laughs> to their climate. So dude. I know you it's like talking like, about the weather. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. But, it, you know, it's colder than summertime. And I was like, and you're bored and you haven't mm-hmm. done anything in a couple months. So it was like, well, New Orleans is like in October. Let, let's go there. So that's what we did. It was like, we go to New Orleans. I think the first year we went, like Sean was still here, and like he, God, he's such a character. I can't wait. I got to have him on our podcast just so y'all can hear the shit that Sean. He's an old grumpy man. I love him, but like <laughs> he's just like he was always about like the fucking separatist camp. Like oh, he pop up the rally and like all right, Richmond's camping over here, and like that's kind of what happened. We got to New Orleans, and like they had this little. They used to have this old shop in the Irish Channel. They had a cool little garage. It was like, it wasn't big, but it was like, you know, they had a group shop and yeah. it was like two blocks from like a brewery, like in a quiet, you know, kind of neighborhood in New Orleans, the, like a street over was like a road that was like one long stretch. There's probably 10 miles long that you could just rip on it and get it. Like it was sick. And we get there and like, they had this abandoned house next door and like an old bus depot across the street or something. And like Sean and them are just like, all right, we're camping in the abandoned house next door. <laughs> and that's what they that did. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. So they just camped in this like old, like abandoned house next door. And then like one of them, like our buddy Josh was like, um, I'm not camping in here, man. I'm just sleeping out back. And he went in like, he, he decided to sleep out back or he got drunk and passed out in the backyard. And he woke I'm up the next day. I'm guessing it's more yeah. drunk and passed yeah, out. Definitely but, you know. thinking the latter. And he woke up the next day covered in chiggers. He had chigger bites oh. all over his whole oh. body or some shit. But I don't know. No fun. It, like, that was fun, dude. Like, we were just doing New Orleans. We were doing all these. We were doing pretty much everything we could, whether it was far, whether it was close. As long as we had enough people to make it affordable. Because, like, once you mm-hmm. get, you know, eight people, you can go anywhere. Yeah. Like, you get, you know, Five, six, seven, eight people, a hundred bucks a piece. That's eight hundred bucks. You can rent a trailer and pay for your gas round trip. Yeah, and, that- and that's good for you guys. Like that's so awesome. You got a good community. Like I'm such a do it not yourself crank, but like I I got broken early for getting places. Like I don't ever want. To, I'm the worst travel partner because <laughs> I just want to drive until like you're damn near out of gas. Like that's the way I was brought up going places. Yeah. So like. Some people well, it like, makes it uh, easier. You get you get there faster because like you. What's the saying? Like you lo- you lose all your time at the stops, and mm-hmm. and when you're hurting cats, which is mopeding, um, it gets worse. We yeah. used to have. I used to run a stop clock at the gas <laughs> station. I'm like, all right, guys, we're gonna hit the gas station. I'm gonna hit start on this clock, and at the next gas station, we do the same thing. We're gonna add it up, see how much time you guys fucking waste on the way there. Because they're like, oh, I gotta smoke a cigarette. Oh, I gotta yeah. go get another beer. Yeah, who's got the Zanny bars? I'm trying to go to sleep, like you know. Yeah, yeah. 
Everyone's no, like dude. And like, if you can make your stops stop. <laughs> less than ten minutes with gas, dude, you're awesome. Yeah, but but mopeds, we, it's more like probably forty five for you guys. No, nah, we we got it down. We were probably doing like fifteen twenty minutes per stop, and that's what people that's getting, not bad. That's people getting snacks and like smoking cigarettes and like fucking getting dosed up in the bathroom, whatever they had to do. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like handling their <laughs> business, like and then back in the van, and like we were we were stopping. We do like a stop like every like maybe half a tank or like three fourths of a tank. So it's like, you know, okay, you get three hours maybe. And then we're stopping again. So it wasn't bad. We try to like, especially when we're cramped in super deep. Cause we're going places. Like I think we made my van. One rally was like, let's see, six, nine people in my van or something. And a dog, wow. but my dog, just, <laughs> my, dog, my dog's small. So it doesn't matter. But it's like, yeah, like in the back of the van, the, after the back bench, we'd stack all the helmets on the ground, and then we'd do all the bags on top of that, and then that would like pile up to like the back of the seat cushion, and we put like <laughs> pillows on top of that, and then someone would sleep on top of it, and that was called like our top bunk. Dude, that's fucking. <laughs> so rad. someone would, like to sleep so sideways, awesome. like behind the behind the last row. Like up. So as a group, what's the most? farthest west you guys have traveled i mean besides okay you talked about new orleans you talked i think you've referred to chicago is that about as far west as you guys have gotten as a um, group like driving there so we've driven to every rally i've only flown i flew to one rally and that was i flew to denver for that uh that the thing we just did that colfax killer thing but uh mm-hmm. like we drove to all the other rallies so austin was pretty far austin because you don't uh I don't think about Texas being far when I look at the map and I think about Virginia. Like, Texas doesn't seem that far. But then, like, you think about how big Texas is. Like, yep. once, you, once you get to Texas, all right, you're still doing a shit ton of driving. You still got another day to drive. Yeah. yeah. So, Texas sucks, but it's fun. Like, we, we went to Austin. That was, like, maybe 25 hours or something. Mm-hmm. And we were doing New Orleans in maybe, like, 18 to 20 hours. Like, I think, no, yeah, we probably had New Orleans down to, like, 18 hours or something, which wasn't, you know, the worst. Dude, then, that's moving with that many people. Yeah. And you can make it there from Richmond. Yeah. And then I think the the first, Chicago's easy. Chicago's only, like, Michigan and Chicago and shit's, like, 12 hours from Richmond, which is, like, that's, yeah. like, 12 hours is, like, my, like, all right, seven is nothing. You can do seven and just do it through the night. And, like, especially if it was two of you or something, mm-hmm. each person drives three and a half hours. What's that? Like. And then the other person takes a nap, like, and then you wake up and you're there. Like, 12 hours is like, okay, you actually did some shit. You did some work. Like, you left, and then you woke up, and then you're still driving. And you're like, ugh. You know? Yeah. That, that's 12 hours. But, like, we did – so we done Chicago, I think, three or four times. It wasn't – you know, it wasn't bad. Mich- yeah. I did Michigan. I think I did Richmond in 20 hours. Yeah. From St. Paul. So, I mean, basically you go to Chicago plus another six and a half hours. Yeah. Chicago's like 12 for us or something like that. I don't know. It's fine. Well, we did it. I know Grand Rapids was 12 from Richmond. And I did that. I split that with one other person. So that was kind of weird. That was the only rally where I was like, I literally had to beg some people to go with me. I was like, yeah, I'm going to Ghost Riders. I want to go to Ghost Riders. I've never been. Like, I'm going. Who's, Who's coming with me? And I couldn't convince anyone to go. And I was like, all right, listen, 50 bucks and I'll pay for all the rest of it. Someone get in the van, you know, like, and uh, Pat Jack from, from uh, Smog Swap went with me, he split the driving. So it was fun. Like, I drove six hours, listened to the audiobook, and then he drove the last six and I went to sleep. It was awesome. 
Yeah, dude. But the furthest um, away was uh was Denver. Like driving to Denver sucks. Yeah. Like yeah. that's like twenty seven hours, you know, maybe twenty eight, depending on like what happens along the way. But that's like mm-hmm. the furthest drive we've done. And yeah, dude. That's a that's a march, especially yeah. once you get past into Ohio sucks. or Ohio wasn't bad, like because all that's in the beginning of, my, of the drive, you know, like you come mm-hmm. through the Pennsylvania mountains, and you're like you do like West Virginia, and like you know Northern Virginia, like oh some mountains, you hit the road, and you're like it feels good, it's not bad, and you still get to see a couple cities on the way, and the scenery changes, you know, a little bit. I don't think it sucks until you get like to like Kansas, because <laughs> like from Kansas until you get to Denver sucks, like yep. the beginning of Kansas. Until you see Denver in the distance, it's completely flat and straight. And then, like, that part of Kansas right before you get in Denver for, like, a couple hours is, like, a two-lane fucking highway with no median. <laughs> okay, it's four lanes because, you know. It doesn't matter, dude. It's it just sucks flat. And it's, it's flat. It's just flat. Like, so flat that you can see rainstorms off in the distance. Yep. And then you look the other way and it looks like a tornado to the left. <laughs> like you're like, and the and like you're listening to the radio and it's like high wind warnings and eighteen yeah. and eighteen wheelers are still doing ninety, and yeah. every time they pass you and your van and trailer, the whole thing shakes back and forth, <laughs> like and every gust of wind you have to recorrect the steering wheel. Like it sucked. It was not fun. Yeah. I would recommend doing it again. Um, <laughs> 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 but like, because I had a blast. Like you, you, you had this fucking epic trip, and like you're, we're having a blast in the van. You're playing music. You're, you're jamming. You're like, you know, making your friends listen to shitty podcasts or like stand up comedians, and like, I don't know. It's a good time. Like when you're with the right people, you know, right? Anything's a good time with the right people. Exactly. And you get to the rally, and like, and you know, you have fun with it. Like you're like, oh, we made it. We're here. We did it. Like. And you rage and like have a blast, and then it's not till the shitty ride home. That's that, like <laughs> it sucks, you know. <laughs> that that's the and then the last hour before you get home is always just like, are we there yet? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we also like we also like took uh, one of our friends that like rode mopeds that died. We took her to to Denver with us, and mm-hmm. like so that was cool that like you know she got to go a couple out of town rallies. And I think she wasn't bad at that one. The first one we took her to, we took her to New Orleans and she was like a little crybaby, you know? She was she was yeah. cool, but like she was doing some dumb stuff and like the swoops were picking on her. Like <laughs> we're outside the bar and like she's outside like oh, oh like bitching about something and they're just like, I remember my first rally. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like she's like, I just want to sleep in the van. And I'm like, um, I only know you because that person knows you. I don't want you sleeping in my van while everyone oh. else is like over here. Cause I didn't know her well. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, like that's how open policy we are. We're going to rallies. It's like, if you're in our scene and you ride mopeds and you want to come to us, come with us to this out of town rally, all you have to do is get in the van. Yeah. Like, cause like with Tampa, you guys brought a bunch of new people, didn't you? Yeah. And that was sick. We rented, we rented a van for that. We're like, all right, fuck it. We're just going to rent like a 15 passenger and load it up. And we just mm-hmm. came. We just came deep. Like, it, like we. That's what we do. Like, we just like we yeah. want people to come with us because that's more fun. Like, if you come to exactly. rally, and you already have a bunch of people you know. You know you're gonna have a good time regardless. 
Yeah, because like knowing Thomas and you guys now, I mean, he jokingly threw an invite out to me when I was on um, Moped Monday podcast. Yeah. But with you guys, I know if I would have flown into Richmond and shown up yeah, and paid my feet part of the deal, you guys would have took me. Yeah. I mean, that's just how open you guys are down there. That's um, happened at other rallies. We've had people like, you know, we've had our friends from Baltimore or our friends from Philly or something like drive to Richmond and like get in the van with us and like go on the rest of the trip. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, come, come on, let's go. Like we're going it. We're already going. We, we've got a 16 fucking, we got, the, we always get the 12 foot double axle trailer <laughs> that can hold 20 bikes. Yeah. Like yeah. let's go. So I brought it up and talked about it once or twice. What made you s- want to do a podcast? Like what, what hmm. started that adventure for you? I mean, I mean, it's just the thing. Like there was always like, I always felt because you was- guys, before you get into it, I will say this, you guys have done, especially with everything that's happened this year, how nothing has gone on. I feel you guys have done an awesome job of keeping the community together in a, at a, for like, you guys, you guys have been the uniting thing of the community. I feel like everybody, like I can, I know people around Minneapolis listen to it, and like it just feels like you're still a part of the moped culture. Mm-hmm. Listening to Moped Monday podcast, uh, at least for those who like listen, like you know, not mm-hmm. everyone listens, not everyone's in the podcast, which is cool. I get that, but it's like exactly we just know we're like at this point now. It's just like okay, we just we know we're gonna do it every week. And like, and that's kind of, especially where it's really gone to like having guests is cool. I enjoy having guests, but because that's the only difference between us, like, because we have a couple people, we can like always kind of make it happen. And then it's yep. our podcast studio or whatever is like open door policy, just like our rallies. So if anyone in Richmond feels the fucking itch to talk <laughs> or like hang out, like the door is always open and like, we'll let you in. Hopefully, if you're sober enough to talk, <laughs> sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. But I don't know. Like I always felt like the internet and the time we're in, it's like there's all these like content and all this stuff going on, on the internet. And like I felt that like there wasn't enough of it for mopeds. Like there's people doing tutorials, but then like you look at moto shit, and there's like legit big channel YouTubers that are like doing moto vlogs. Where they're like, you know, testing gear and like reviewing gear and doing all this cool stuff to let people in their community know like what this stuff is and what it does and how it reacts and how, how it works and how the setup is. Like, oh, check out this new Cinna. Like, it just came out. Like, here's how you set it up. Here's all the features it has. Like, this is why I like it. This is why I don't. Like, I use it on this ride and like doing all these ride vlogs and videos and like, there's cool stuff happening like that. And there's not a lot of that happening with mopeds. And our community is what we make it, you know, we, it's not big. It's like a super weird subculture. That's why, you know, you ask and I ask like one of the weird questions is like, why How did you get into (laughs) mopeds and why are you still doing this? Like, it's such a random thing to think Mm -hmm. about, like to think about someone who's seriously into mopeds, like more than just like some like random drunk, like meaning of transportation or some like pit bike for their fucking campground or something, you know, it's like, yeah. Oh, you made a community and culture out of these like weird, weird, like, you know, I don't know. It's just different, but yeah. Well, like, and I've said, and not to jump in and make this too much about me, like 
this is a feeling I had missed for at least 20 years. Like the first time I got on Shane Johnson wrecked my life. I always tell people like, and I me and him bust each other's balls all the time, but like I got on his black Hobbit and that it wasn't, it wasn't that, you know, smile. It was, a, it was the, the smile ride that hooked me. It wasn't necessarily like that touch in the sky. I feel, but like, it was my smile ride. And like, I hadn't felt that since the last time I was in a go-kart. Yeah. Like, and that sensation and that G-force and that pulling of speed, like, it was a part of my life that had been missing. And even my ex-wife said, when I pulled my hel- when I pulled the helmet off and sh- she saw that smile on my face, she goes, I've never seen you smile like that. Yeah. It was just, it's an indescribable feeling. And you know it. And yeah, everybody in knows, knows, it. knows it. Like, you, like, that's, you love seeing, like, even, like, people who are new to mopeds and you just let them ride, like, any different bike. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be, like, something fast. You just let them ride in something different, and they come back with a little grin on their face. And, like, that grin is what mopeds should be about. Like, you should always have, like, that, like, happy moment. It's like, yeah, you're working on it. Yeah, you're building bikes or whatever and, like, fixing them because they're stupid and they break. But then, like, when that broken bike starts again, you ride around the block, you come back, and you're happy. And you're, like, it's, like, instant gratification when, like, the bike does what it's supposed to do or it's something new or it's a riding bike that, like, looks cool that you've seen before and never got to ride. Like, you know, it's a good feeling. So, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. Like, I wish, like, I just wish there was, like, I was always wishing there was, like, more content or more shit to look at, especially in between rallies because you can't go to all of them and you want to see stuff and you want to hear stuff and you want to, like, there's all these other podcasts for all these other cultures and all the shit going on. And Mopeds is, like, a super small like niche little you know culture that we have going on so i was like we'd always joked about it like sal had opened his we you know shot shred was gone like we lost our second group shop because it got broken into a couple times and we just like vaulted and everyone went their separate ways and like our team didn't fall apart because we still had moped mondays but like we lost like our communal like space that we had for like years and and then eventually our buddy, you know, Rebels got a little garage for themselves and like the rest of us are still scattered around. Our buddy Sal was like, well, I'm going to open a shop. And like, it wasn't the best shop, but like, you know, he did his thing. Like he, he, he did it. He took the yeah. time, made it LLC. He found a location. He opened, he started fixing bikes. What else can you do? You know, mm-hmm. like there's like, what's that one new spot? Fucking, um, vintage Valley. I think it's called in Pennsylvania. I'm going to have them on the podcast, but like they're like, like a new shop in Pennsylvania and like, it's legit. Like when I look at their pictures and stuff, I'll have to check them out. Oh dude, dude, I'll send you a link storefront bike in the window, Christmas decorations for the holiday season, fucking coffee, couch, the office table, like legit, like nice rows of clean bikes. Like, you know, all the things that like, you know, accessories, all the things that mm-hmm. makes the shop legit. Like I love this art shop, but it's not, I, I wouldn't make any money doing it. Like I can't afford to make a shop, you know, I don't have the yeah. time, but like, and great for anybody who can do it. Like yeah. Detroit's holding it down. And yeah. Ed Moped, is actually second Ed stroke. From Ed, he's actually building a new shop as we speak. So yeah. Like, I saw it. it looks epic. And it's like office house or something too. So you can walk from his basement, his house into the shop or something. Yeah. 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 It's like, right. Yeah, it's pretty much, it's really funny because it's kind of the same setup that my dad grew up with in, cause he grew up in a body shop and like, mm-hmm. it's, it's eerie. So yeah. like, and that's awesome 
for those That's two because Ed and Sharon are rad people and super nice. I know, like, they didn't even know who I was mm-hmm. when I had my accident, and they sent me a care pack. That's so, right. like, yeah, yeah, I met them. And, I met Ed like a long time ago. I met him in like a, at a Chicago rally like years ago, and like, I didn't really know who they were. I think I think we all went and ate pizza together, like deep dish somewhere. But like, mm-hmm. the only thing I remember because like. It was like, oh, dead possums, like, cool, like, we knew them from the internet. And, like, he had the Modbacane because he was a Moby guy, and I was, like, a Moby guy. I'm like, oh, dude, he's got this sick Modbacane. And, like, I guess, like, the girls in the club is called, like, Kit Kats, the Kit Kats or something. Okay. I think, I'm yeah. not, yeah. I think they have, like, you know, because, like, a lot of those, so like, like, Mono, I mean, has the fucking, uh, the Swamp Mamas and, uh, mm-hmm. like, White Line Riders had the Ripperellas. And Magnetos, I think I think they're the girls in their club is called the Magnets or something. Yeah, like, yeah. like I always like like the dual like club with the separate like title thing. Like I don't know, just like some some other title. It's funny, but um, no, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I I remember them from back then. But like, dude, it's cool. I don't know. Shit, mopeds. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, back to your podcast and mopeds and like you guys getting into it. How did it even happen? Because like, so, so sound- I don't even think I was. This is how new I am. I don't. I didn't know about you guys until I think the Jake Kane episode people kind of whispered about. And like, I'll have, I'll do a confession, a confession here. I couldn't stand that episode because I didn't get your humor at first. And like I gave it and then I listened to like half of it and I was at work and I was bored, whatever. And then like a week later I listened to it again and I must've been in a different mood. I got hooked. I'm like, oh, these guys are funny as fuck. Like, never never, mind. The thing is, like, even with this podcast, I know, which you can interject and talk whenever you feel, because I can ramble. If you've listened to the one episode I did completely by myself, it's horrible. Don't listen to that one. Because I can (laughs) just make... I've listened to damn near all of your episodes. That one I can't really pull out, so don't feel bad, dude. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because I can just, like, make the time happen. Like, I'm like, I can just ramble about some shit. Because the thing mm-hmm. is, there's, I, don't, I have no train of thought when I'm on the podcast, and I don't remember anything I say. So as soon as I say it, I completely forgot. Like, Jake Kane, oh, bad humor? Who knows? I couldn't yeah. tell you what I said. It was when you guys were really into dick jokes. Like, oh, that man. was, <laughs> oh, you guys man. were full, hard on dick jokes. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude, I think it's funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, we're immature. So what? <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. But yeah, like, so Sal had his shop, and, you know, we were kind of kicking in his garage here and there. And then, like, we were just joking, like, man, yo, we got to, like, we need to do, like, a moped podcast or something, man. Like, we should, like, do it at the shop, have, like, a shop, you know, a little session. We can just, like, shit talk about bikes and talk to new clubs. And, like, so that's kind of the idea started. We were sitting in Sal's shop one night. We were just like talking about like how we should do something, but then like anything else in life, you can talk all day, you mm-hmm. know, about the things you want to do until you get off your ass, right? Like, yep. So we talked about it, and we talked about it, and nothing ever came from it. And then like I already, I already had a bunch of recording software and stuff because I used to record like local bands and shit. I was like, that was like my side hustle. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. flipping mopeds, I'm recording, you know, shitty local metalcore bands. Like, sick, let's go. And the stuff was laying around, and like I kind of got out of recording bands. And I still had all this gear, and it was still set up, and it was in my living room. And I'm just like, you know, my one bedroom apartment. And I'm like, all right, well, 
one day I was just like, dude, look, I'm, I'm doing it. We're starting a podcast. Like what else is going on? We're starting a podcast. Yeah. And like, I was like, who, who's going to be on this thing? And I was always like hanging out with Thomas and Ashley anyway. And they're like, like I'd say Thomas and Ashley and myself are like the adults in the group. <laughs> like when it comes time to like get shit sorted and done, like, you know, until we got dad now, but you know, he, he I put dad in the group now. He's like, he's going to get shit done. You know, yeah, yeah. you guys need help. Dad will take care of you. Like, you know, hold your hand, fix your bike. Like that's, that's what you I, 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 Doug is a huge, I'm a huge, I like Doug a lot. Like yeah. I can't say like him and I go back and forth and like, I, Doug, I love you. That's yeah. all I'll say. Doug, Doug's tight. Yeah, you, dude. You got three, three lovely children. Like, you know, we got a cool garage. He, he's very mechanically inclined. You need a car. Yeah, dude, he's got an awesome garage. Yeah, he that all is sorts of tall shit. ceilings and well lit. And he like fell deep into the rabbit hole of mopeds like mm-hmm. none other dude he he's got so many bikes now and money in the mopeds and stuff like just fell off the deep end and he's very good and he's meticulous about fixing things and like he takes his time and does it right so shout out to dad like he kills it but yeah. i was just like who am i gonna do this with and i was like well thomas and ashley are around and i know they're gonna like not flake or something. So like, I don't know. One of our friends that used to be in Lady Kings had like a little Halloween party and I'm like, yo, Thomas, Ashley, um, we're starting a podcast, be in my house on Sunday. And that's it. That was it. Mm-hmm. We were like, yo, we're doing it. Come over. And that was our first episode. They came over, we did it and we haven't missed a week since. And I think that was three years ago, four years yeah, ago. Yeah. I think there was one well, it, week we didn't record, but we had a recording from another day that we used. So we, Well, that's my experience is a lot like yours. Like I kind of said to you, like I threw out to Ashley, like what happened and like her and I met and it kind of sat there. And then like Rona came down and she's like, well, are we going to do this or not? And I'm like, well, uh, and she kind of got, you know, me a little more motivated and we yeah. just kind of made it happen. And like Ashley is always welcome to come to my house. I'm always willing to help her out on her stuff. But like, I didn't know if she was going to be dedicated for it long enough. And like, I am one of those people. If I think you've said it many times on your podcast or Thomas did, and like you're either all in or you're not. And that's kind of my personality. If I'm all in, I'm all in, whether it be mopeds or the podcasting and like, you know, Ashley got busy and just life happened with Ashley. And like, she had to bow out and then, I had one of my buddies who I can't thank enough, Cassidy, um, who was my ha- – I reached out to another part of my life and, like, yeah, dude, I'll help you temporary, but you're going to have to figure it out. So, like, that's when I started kind of self-producing and, like, it was kind of rough at first and scary because I didn't know anything about anything. And, like, he kind of held my hand a little bit and he's like, just like everybody else in mopeds, dude, you just got to figure this shit out. Yeah. So, like. That's cool. I mean, and you guys, I cannot thank you enough for, and you guys can bust my balls all you want. Like you guys, what you have done for me on this, on my podcast, just telling people about it is a huge favor. And like, well, people should know. I don't know if like, I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast. It, you know? Like this is like literally one year ago, I was on your podcast talking about my accident. Yeah. But so. you're live. Thank God. <laughs> could have been, could have been worse. You could have died. So yeah, you know, everyone oh be, yeah, dude. Be safe like, and that, and you talked about like 
a second ago, and that's kind of what made me go on this little tangent. Like, we got let's do it, let's do it now. And like, I heard Kevin Smith talk about his um, heart attack he had a couple years ago. Jay, Kevin Smith from Jay and Silent Bob. He's like, when you rub shoulders with death and you live, everything in life takes on a sense of urgency. Yeah. Like, any plans you. Any plans you want to have, you better fucking do them now because you don't know what's going to happen. So, like, anything in life now, I do it like that. Like, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Man, I'd love to see, like, more, you know, stuff happen. Like, exactly. more podcasts, more blogs, more YouTubers. Like, we can still use a lot of content. Like, mm-hmm. we still, I'd still love that. Because, like, especially now with the corona and you don't, we're not having rallies, so we're not having rally videos, you're not having, you know, some, who's going to pick up the torch and be a fucking moped vlogger, like yeah, yeah. put on your well, fucking and webcam I, and go for a ride and talk about it. And I'll put them on blast right now. Like I've yelled, not yelled, but like I've poked at Graham who is um moped factory. Like he's talked about doing video blogs and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like, do it, dude, let's get it. I go, whatever you need. And like maze, I give him crap. I'm like, dude, why don't you put out more like tutorials? You are a smart guy that a lot of people you've taught me out. And he literally said to me, he goes, there's too many out there. So maze, there you go. Not enough for mopeds. Speaking of maze and speaking of Graham, uh, maze's new HPI video that he put out. Gold. Awesome. Fucking gold. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the intro sick, Mm -hmm. the, the tutorial version of it. Perfect. Like, yep. and it's on YouTube forever. Like it's yep. easy. And he killed it. He did a great job with it. I think it's sick. Like I saw it. And I was like, and you get to see this cool ass looking moped with some rare random fucking plastics. And I was like, yo, let's be real. Let's talk about the, where those plastics come from. Like, let's get, <laughs> let's get to the, let's get to the nitty gritty. That's his wife's bike, dude. The thing's sick. It's yeah, a sick bike. That's Anya's bike for next yeah. year. So dude, yeah, yeah dude. Like Maze builds fucking clean bikes, yeah. dude. I've only, I've only met one him, of my I've only met him once, man. I met him like when he was in Black Black. He was mm-hmm. at that uh the Black Moon Rising rally. So he was out yeah, yeah. in Denver with us. And yeah. then um And Maze has been nothing like Maze is one of those people like he at least he was patient enough with me to let me figure it out. And I can't I'm always there for Maze whenever he needs me. Hell yeah. Um then fucking Graham, dude. Like when I think yeah. when Graham closed his shop or something, like he bought out like a whole warehouse or some whole like old moped shop and like mm-hmm. a scooter shop or something. And that's like a lot of stuff that was in the shred shed. Like when Sean moved away, we had all this fucking scooter trash and all this stuff that like mm-hmm. he brought to Virginia and like it just sat there. And like, I don't know, man. He fucking, he let me ride his, um, He's like he had this white ninja two fifty motorcycle. And when yeah, we yeah. when we went to the Austin rally for like uh ACR, like we did this ride and my my Grand Prix like broke on the way out there. Like we rode to this farm, like in the rain, far as fuck away from like the city. Like we were in Austin mm-hmm. and we were far away and it started raining and it was cold. There was a gas stop. I hit a thrift store and bought like extra garments. I'm like, the, I'm the <laughs> king of like hitting the thrift store at the rally. Like, yeah, yeah. this rally is, I'm not dressed for this rally. I'm going to the thrift store and figuring it out. 
And like, dude, if you guys make it to KC for rally, I found the thrift store with like that still sells dollar t-shirts. Hell yeah. So dude, yeah, I've yeah. I've like bought <laughs> random stuff at gas stations or from thrift stores and like, okay, cool. This sweater is now gonna be my new gloves. Like <laughs> I've done whatever, dude, to make it happen, dude. And uh that Austin rally, like I broke my bike because I wrecked on Friday like I wrecked going down a hill in the rain on Friday night. Like yeah. Not bad. Like we went around okay. some corner. We're like ripping through this neighborhood. Oh, Robin from White Lawn ate it bad that night. Like she got really fucked up. But like we're ripping through that neighborhood and we come around this corner and it was like it had been raining. It was wet. It wasn't raining at the time, but it was just wet enough. And we're going around this curve that's going downhill. And my back tire just slow motion slips out from underneath me. Oh yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't fast. It was just like happened in slow no. motion. And like and my bike went on its side sucks as grand prix plastic bike uh <laughs> bike goes on its side and my bike's spinning in circles sliding down mm-hmm. this hill as i'm sliding beside it and then i you don't know if you should start <laughs> laughing or freaking out because yeah, your bike's getting and everyone's like slowing down and like i pop up and i pick the bike up because it's still running and i yeah. look at it and it's like everyone's like are you good i'm like it's good and i got back on the bike and i kept riding it's fine but like <laughs> The next day, we're doing the, the long ass ride in the middle of nowhere, and halfway through the ride, my like, I guess from the wreck, my intake had a crack in it or something, and just mm-hmm. rattled in half. Like, oh, and I'm like holding the carb onto the intake with one hand, and I had the choke on to like compensate <laughs> for the air leak, <laughs> and I and I and I finished the ride holding my carb like intake together. It was dude, it was, that's awesome. And my whole hand was numb from like the vibrations. It was so dumb. But then yeah. that was the rally where Nigel and our other homie from uh, from Grand Rapids was were getting inducted in the Black Block, mm-hmm. and I left their patches and and, and everything back at the house because I didn't know amazing. that we weren't coming back. So yeah, I yeah. borrowed Graham's uh, Ninja two fifty, and I wrote. And Austin highways are fucking ridiculous. The cars all go eighty plus. Yeah. Yeah. It's super fast. And it's, they had like a hurricane or something coming towards the city. So it was just like a torrential downpour. And I'm riding this Ninja 250 on the highway with like yeah. a $25 helmet that like <laughs> the, the vents don't work. So it fogs the fuck up. So I have like the vent cracked open so I can see. And I'm like, and you're getting sandblasted in dude, the face from the rain. And the 18 oars are flying by me at 80. And I'm doing like 45. Scared yeah. out of my dude. I was so scared and so like nervous. I'm white knuckling this fucking yeah, dirt bike. Pucker factor of ten. Oh yeah, super pucker. Like my fucking penis went inside me, dude. Like <laughs> you know, you know, you're yeah, really yeah. no, dude. We've yeah. all been there. Like what the yeah. fuck am I doing this yeah. for? You know, yeah, you're really scared when your penal penis is fucking like turtle turtle head real in. hard, dude. Tucks in. Yeah, like ugh, everything was tight and uh. And I, I made it back and I got my van and I drove back to the spot. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I, I left your bike at the house. Here are the keys. <laughs> Graham, it's better for all of us that I did this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've never been so nervous riding anything in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Like that ride. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Um, I want to keep talking to you, but I also need to go to bed because I wake up super early. Yeah, you, um, you do wake up early. You wake up earlier than I do. Hey, I don't dude, want, I don't some want days till, earlier than others, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but, dude, I can't thank you enough, you and everybody in Richmond, for the hospitality you showed me this summer and for just 
plug in my podcast. I try to do as much as I can for you guys whenever I can. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to kind of briefly say before we wrap this up? Any um, thank yous or I I'm done with the shout outs. I'm, <laughs> I'm all about thank yous or do you want to direct anybody to any sites or Instagrams? Uh, sorry for anyone who made it this far. Uh, <laughs> nah, dude, it's right. Didn't ramble that long. Um, <laughs> nah, dude, I'm going to have you on for a two parter here in six months. So oh, dude. Out. Yeah. We can, we can get into raffle prize games and yes, uh, cause that's, cause that's always sick. Um, no more just, uh, you know, drawing a ticket and calling it quits. I need, I need more thought <laughs> like a water balloon roulette, a fucking wheel of death, something make them, <laughs> make them race for it. That dead pads, yeah. that dead pads arcade arcade battle was epic. That was sick. What a great idea. Right. Yeah. Um, please, uh, De- dead possums, not yeah, dead, dead possums, dead, po- dead yeah. peds is a Nashville club that I meant to say earlier, but I kept, uh, but I accidentally said bourbon bandits because bourbon bandits were from fucking Ohio or something. Dead peds were the, Na- was the Nashville club. Okay. And dead possums is a fucking Na- Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Mm. So many clubs, dude, they, they all yeah. jumble together. Um, I like to say, uh, I don't know, man. There's too many things to say. There's all people. Yeah, yeah. You start shouting people out and then you forget everyone. You know, exactly. Congrats to fucking Charlie and Becca. You know, on the hell yeah, dude. You know, the the getting engaged thing. You know, getting getting an old hitch. Even though Charlie's a fucking chopper boy now, he's gonna leave mopeds behind. I was giving him shit too about that. I'm like, oh, so you sold out, huh? <laughs> and he's got the real thing. Yeah, it's all over now. I asked him about his TSM if he wanted to sell that since he was getting into motorcycles. He's like, can't club bike. Um, shout out to all the gangs that we gave uh, new nicknames to on the Money Podcast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> never forget them. Uh, <laughs> zip. And uh, my, uh, you know, my, my cougar. Panther Killing Club or whatever the fuck. I can't remember all the names. <laughs> Mad, uh, the Mountain Lion Defense yeah. Team. <laughs> Mountain Lion Defense Team. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So much dumb stuff. Uh, also, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys sell raffle tickets. Uh, please do them in an interesting way. Like, I want yeah. I want to be able to buy an ass load if I want. Uh, <laughs> I want to be able to buy a dick link if I feel like it. Exactly. Um, I want you to go bowling with the roll of tickets and see how far it goes. And I can buy whatever that is. You know, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Make it, make it fun. Make it interesting. Um, it also helps you sell more tickets, and more tickets is is fun, right? That's that's what's all about, I guess. Like, because then people get to scramble. Yeah, yeah. I think we we sold a we sold a bus length before. It was uh the length of the Ghost Rider bus. Uh, I, I think it was so a hundred. I think it was a hundred bucks or something. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> we just like took the roll, and someone walked to the end of the bus, and like, yo, we're selling this many for a hundred dollars. Who wants it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's fun. Like I'm glad to be on. And if you guys want, you can hear me and Thomas and Ashley and every all the other characters in Richmond and whoever we might or might not have on on the Moped Monday podcast. And that's I don't know available everywhere. Also, yes. I talked about this last week on our podcast, but I want to mention it here. I um really trying to start a new trend of mopeders doing tiktoks <laughs> so i want to see moped related tiktoks even if it's like regular 
already popular trends turned into moped versions and then just hashtag it moped TikTok. And yeah, yeah. we're going to, we're going to start doing that. I got, I got one up and I'm trying to like do some more when I get time, but that's like something easy to do. They don't take long. It's not like a full, like YouTube skit or some shit. So like, you know, you, people want to get involved with making fun moped content that people enjoy other than memes and, you know, fake moped army clubs. Shout out, uh, meme God, Koi Pond. Meme God. Koi Pond. Love uh, you. Shout out I was going to say, Army. you know, watch out for your YouTube video because I had to explain to a kid that wasn't <laughs> real. Like, you don't set cases on fire. But you can, no, don't fucking set cases on fire. I swear to Christ, I had to freaking tell a kid that. I'm like, no, it's a joke. You can heat stuff up to split them, but don't set them on fire. Oh, what a joke. It was bad, too. <laughs> Like, dude, it was, dude really, I love that shit. I'm really glad that I kept a straight face when the fire went that high because I, I knew it was going to burn, but I didn't think it was going to be that big. And I like, and I didn't like flinch. <laughs> oh, man. That was great. But yeah, uh, yeah. shout out that. Dude. No, that same friend I was telling you about, Marie, like she had a flooded bike. And I'm just like, well, let me show you how us rednecks used to dry out a flooded cylinder. I squirted a little uh, brake cleaner in her down her cylinder. And just lit it on fire, and my hand caught on fire for like 0.5 seconds. She like looks at me, and I just calmly just put it in between my legs and put my hand out. She goes, "How the hell did you stay that calm?" It's not the first <laughs> time I lit my hand on fire. That's why not, not the first time I've seen a big ass <laughs> fire go down in here. Yeah, but it was in the basement of her house. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't done this yet on my podcast. I want to shout. Out, I'm going to shout out. I'm joking, everyone. Um, you can find me everywhere on Instagram, uh, Second Chance Pod. Uh, don't be afraid to get at me on email, Second Chance Moped at gmail.com. The groups, the Facebooks, and all that stuff. Um, yeah, Jason, I got to yeah. thank you so much again for coming on my podcast. Yeah, dude. Um, Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, you, Moped you Monday. and everybody in Richmond are always welcome to come to my house. Uh, rally or non-rally times. You got a free place to stay. I got a he- pretty decent-sized house, and it's just me here. So, yeah, you're more than welcome to come and stay in Minnesota if you ever find yourself up this way. Yeah, dude. Midwest it yeah. up. <laughs> All right. Um I'm going to say, don't forget, mopeds are dumb. Mopeds are mediocre. (laughs) We'll let this song play, guys. Shout out Lady Kings. Lady Kings. (laughs) Team 2's rebuttal team started getting recorded. (laughs) Super bad. (laughs) Nah, dude, it's great. Oh, boy. Wah, wah, wah.